Welcome to Bookish Impulses Podcast. I'll be your host today. <laughs> we'll be your host today. No? No, that's no. <laughs> Welcome to Bookish Impulses Podcast. We'll be your host today. I'm Kenny. I'm just sorry. She can't stop laughing. Let's have some fun. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite people in the world. I'm Kenneth. I'm Yesenia. And welcome back to episode six of Bookish Impulses Podcast. Woohoo! Yeah. We're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys, if you hear any thunder. It's just started storming. I don't know. It's been raining like every day. For like, I don't know how many weeks now. And it's going to rain the next week too. So, But I hope you guys are having a good Labor Day weekend. And for the first few minutes of this podcast, I will be adjusting the levels of the volume on the microphone to try to get this good so we don't blow your ears out. Or so you don't have to turn up your devices all the way. So I apologize for any little sounds you might hear and, and little short sporadic intervals but i'm working with it i don't want you to feel like you know we're trying to blow your ears out so yeah just throwing that in there hope you're having a great labor day weekend seems like we're off to a great start you guys (laughs) (laughs) well it's 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 important that they know that we're trying to take care of their ears i know it's a work in progress. We're, you know, we're getting back into the groove of things. Right. Um, this isn't even our final form of microphone. So, you know, we have a better microphone. We just don't have the mobility on that microphone that we have on this one. So yeah. when we get to that point, everything's going to be better. They need, they need to know that things will improve. Mm-hmm. So. Just to let you know, I am a bit tired right now. Um, In case you can't tell yet, <laughs> I'm over here sounding like a like a like a dork, and she's not even she's not even giving me a little bit of nothing, <laughs> no play. Uh yeah. Last night I decided to stay up really late, like past midnight, because if you guys aren't familiar with Litzy, oh oh hi Kendall. If you guys aren't familiar with Litzy, um, the more dedicated Litzy people in there, Littons, uh, Littons are actually they organize book swaps, um, poster book clubs, giveaways, and stuff like that. And I joined a book swap. Mm. It's called the My Favorite Book Swap, and we. Traded information on what our favorite book genres and goodies are, and then we sent a box full of favorite stuff to the other person we got. And I actually got Joe Stocks Beck. That's her Litzy handle. Um, her name is Rita. She is a wonderful lady. And she was the organizer, and I actually got her for the swap, and it was pretty cool. Um, 
So I had been waiting to open my box since like the 20th, I believe, of August. And we couldn't open it until the 1st of September. So I was itching to open it. (laughs) So I decided, you know what? I'm going to stay up until midnight so I can stick with it and not open it until the 1st of September. And I was itching to open it, too. Yeah, I actually put it in the middle of, like, our coffee table in the living room, which was a big mistake, apparently, because not only did it tempt me, but it tempted Kenny here, and the dogs, because the dogs also decided to sniff around and try to get to it. Well, I opened the box, and it had chocolate and tea, so it was pretty smelly, apparently, for the dogs. And I would have devoured it if I had opened it, so. Yeah. Just saying. So, I stayed up very late. So did the dogs. So did Kenny. And we were all very tired. (laughs) So, we woke up in the morning, took the dogs out, and immediately came back to bed and fell asleep. Like, even the dogs didn't bark, didn't make a peep or anything. Because they were so tired. Yep. And tonight, it's like... An early night for everybody. Well, for the dogs. Yeah. We're still up. It's 10 o'clock. We're doing this for you guys, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we were in the living room with the dogs because um, they're still puppies and they still have accidents. We sectioned off the living room with um, a playpen for them. And we sectioned it off so that they can only stay in the living room with us. And we were in there. And they were just laying around doing nothing, like looking at us like they're like so tired. And I'm looking at them like, yeah, me too, guys. Me too. (laughs) So. And I was editing our last podcast. Yes, he was. He's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) But he's trying to teach me to do it. So. Yeah. Will she learn? Tune in next time. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of don't want to learn. <laughs> Come on. I know. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm tired and slap happy. So we're going to try bit. not to make this long. Yes. We're going to try. try it. Not to drag it out on you. So. No. So I'm just going to talk about four books that I recently read that I really liked. Um, first off, I will be starting with The Chronicles of Narnia, the magician's nephew okay guys confession time i have never read any of the the chronicles of narnia books Ooh, shame you haven't read them either (laughs) (laughs) exactly i didn't even know they were books what i didn't know what's wrong with you i knew it was a movie no that i I haven't seen i knew it was a book before it was a movie um But apparently there's two ways to read these books. Um, It's either by publication or by their actual, like, chronological order. And I didn't know that. Um, But apparently I'm reading them in chronological order because I started with The Magician's Nephew. Well, I actually like our public library because um, it also provides us with Hoopla and Cloud Library as a source of borrowing books 
TV shows, movies, audiobooks, and all that wonderful stuff. So I've been recently using um, Cloud Library and Hoopla. Hoopla is like the best. It's like my favorite. But I saw um, The Magician's Nephew on Cloud Library and I was like, what the heck? It's an audiobook. Let me listen to it, you know? Um, it didn't, it wasn't that long and I was like, I need to get in on these Narnia books. And I started listening to it and I'm like, the whole time I'm like, why did I wait so long to read slash listen to this book or this series? And it, it was amazing. Like, I really liked it. I don't, I don't know. I saw some reviews of some people complaining about it, saying how it wasn't as good as the other books. Maybe I just don't know because I, I how great the books get eventually. But um, it's like the prequel if you read it in the order it was published. So I think I would have still liked it. But that's just me. Um, A lot of people complain just to complain. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I guess everyone's entitled to their opinion. So, The Magician's <laughs> Nephew. If you haven't read it, you should read it. Hint. Hint. Husband. Don't hide behind the microphone. <laughs> um, but yeah, The Magician's Nephew. It's There's a good book. Read it. So many books on my TBR. I don't know. I know. And every time I read a book, I keep on adding to it, don't I? Yes. And you see my shelves. It's a short audiobook. I don't have time. I know. I'm listening to Game of Thrones. I'm yeah. in school. I'm working. I know. <laughs> I don't have time. Okay, dear? I guess I'll just tell you about these books then. <laughs> <laughs> Good excuse. Good excuse. Um, hey. And I will get to the other book soon i hope but i still have like a whole list of books that i'm currently reading so i hope i get some of those uh read i just want to stop you for a second (laughs) because you have been adding books to my tbr for a long time (laughs) and every time i say i don't have time you always say something about an excuse (laughs) so i'm gonna tell the world about you right now oh my See, this is the bad thing about me. <laughs> having a podcast with my husband. <laughs> See, she always tells me that I need to read a book. I always get that wink, wink, or hint, hint, or nudge, nudge. Yeah. But I've been saying for the entirety of oh our my. marriage. Here we go. <laughs> 2013, people. <laughs> Five years we've been married. I've been telling her this since day one. Read of Mice and Men. She has not read that very short book yet. Five years I've been telling her. I read the first Harry Potter book. Didn't have to, but I did. And I I did not say I didn't like it. I said that it didn't feel like it was for me. He says it's too kiddish. It is. (laughs) But you know the kind of stuff I like to read. I know, I know. He's Harry more Potter. into the horror, creepy stuff. Right. And aliens. Yes. And Harry Potter. I like the movies. I love the movies. Because I like to watch that kind of stuff. But it's in the movies. And also the movies are for all ages, really. There true, are true. adult undertones in Harry Potter. Yeah. But the book is just, I don't know. But you haven't read of Mice and Men. And it's been all this time. 
Hey, I've gotten the first step. I bought the book. Okay? I am getting there. I'm closer to it. How long ago was it when you bought the book? I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> One day we're going to have a podcast and we're going to talk about a mice and man. Yes, we will. And you're going to have to reread it because it's been years. No, it hasn't. <laughs> I just read that book when I was teaching an English class at West Chicago. Um. Mm -hmm. And we watched the movie. Holy. (laughs) I guess I'm in trouble, you guys. Oh, yeah. I've read that book several times in my life. Okay. Well, moving on to my next book. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, the next one is Stories. All New Tales, edited by Neil Gaiman and Al Sarantonio. Al Sarantonio. Yes. Um, it's a book of a lot of, of, um, a compilation of short stories. And obviously it's been edited by Neil Gaiman and Al Sarantonio. I have not read anything by Al Sarantonio, but I guess he's a pretty good writer. Um, these stories are... We are in a thunderstorm right now, by the way. I know you guys can hear it. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, oh, these stories, uh, some of them are by Lawrence Block, Rhody Doyle, Joan Harris, Joe Hill, who I am a fan of, <laughs> of course, um, Walter Mosley, Joyce Carol Oates, Stuart Onan, Chuck Sorry about me butchering all these names, you guys, but it's rough. Carolyn Parkhurst, Jody Colt, Peter Straub, and of course, Neil Gaiman. Um, and I... This was a suggestion from Hoopla, because obviously I'm a Neil Gaiman fan, and so they suggest anything Neil Gaiman to me. <laughs> Um, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. I actually love when he narrates his own books because he just has a voice that's like soothing, even though he's like telling you a creepy story sometimes. <laughs> and these stories, um, were actually narrated by a few, um, narrators. And they're really good. I really like them. Um, the stories were narrated very well. Uh, they brought life to the stories. And they were... It was like... They had stories of... Vampires. And... Like... I don't know. Creepy stuff. And then... Some that make you think. And then some that are like... What? What? And some that were kind of scary. If you like that kind of stuff, give it a try. And it's like short stories, so they get right to the punch. And they're awesome. Neil Gaiman's awesome. Yes, he is. Man, he's skilled. Oh, and I one of the authors that was in there that I had never read anything about is is, um, Chuck Palahniuk. Hopefully I'm saying that right. And I just got a book in my my favorite book swap box 
from Joe Joe Stock's back called Choke. And it's quite interesting. Um, the first lines of the book actually say, if you're going to read this, don't bother. After a couple of pages, you won't want to be here. So forget it. Go away. Get out while you're still in one piece. Save yourself. Me reading that is telling me I'm going to read it because he just told me not to read it. So I'm going to dive in. So that's the same person that wrote Fight Club. Yes. Well, I'll be. I wanted to read Fight Club, and I guess I'm going to have to read Choke too. Yeah, and apparently Choke was also made into a movie eventually. I don't know, really. But, yeah. I started reading that even though, today, because obviously I opened my box at midnight. So I started reading it even though I have a bunch of books that I'm currently reading. Because one more book, what's it going to do? It's not going to hurt, right? Right, sure. Let's hope I finish these books before the end of the year. <laughs> we can hope. Cross our fingers, you guys. Help me out. <laughs> um, okay, the other book is Miss Cop's Midnight Confessions. This is by Amy Stewart, and it's a series. It's the Cop Sister series. And I just love it. I read the first one on the when it came out which was um girl waits with gun Mm. and it's like a historical fiction so it was at a time where women didn't do those jobs like they were teachers secretaries but that's pretty much it they didn't do anything so um and being you know uh, a girl holding a gun isn't something you would expect. And it's actually, it was inspired by a, a newspaper clipping that the author, Amy Stewart, found about a story of a woman, or it the headline actually was Girl Waits with Gun. And it was about a girl, or lady, but they called her girl because she wasn't married, and she was, like, a little older. But, um, so they called her a girl anyway, just because she was female. So she was waiting with the gun because, uh, I guess she was protecting her family for some reason. And she tried to find more about the story, but it was just a little short clipping. And, and, um... All she found out was that she was pretty much the first female sheriff in whatever town she was in. And so that, because she couldn't find any more of the story about this girl, she made her own story, like what she thought would have caused this change. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, So it was pretty cool. Like, I loved it. And I love, like, I don't know, I never really noticed, but I really, now that I actually try to think about what I read and why I read it, I like to read books about historical, like, possible people 
out there. Like, so you like historical fiction? Yeah, historical historical fiction of like how did these little changes lead to this big change now? Like now, women can pretty much do any job. And even though sometimes some people actually do look down upon them or judge them because of that, they still can do it if they want to. Mm-hmm. And so, better than a lot of guys sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I won't really say much about the actual book that I read because it's the third book and I don't want to spoil anything. So the first book was Girl Wait- Waits With Gun. Um and I read the third one, and I am waiting very impatiently for the fourth one to come out. You guys, like <laughs> seriously, I am addicted to these books. And you're, and you're waiting impatiently, but you have all these other books to read. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny because when these come out, like even if I already have a stack of books that I'm reading and I want to read, these like take over and i'm like no i gotta read this one and i'll read the cop sisters series way before i finish reading anything else now it's time to talk about horror (laughs) (laughs) kidding (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that shook the house that's crazy creepy (laughs) um now would be a good time to read your short story, huh? Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would. Maybe you should narrate that so I can Ooh. throw it into a podcast eventually and just yeah. let it ride. And then we could do it during a thunderstorm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just read his um, a short story he recently wrote. He sent it to me so I could read it. And I didn't read it until now. Um, it's been a while. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you mean, sorry, guys? Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, hubs. <laughs> I'm trying to read too much, and then I don't... I, I get home, and I'm exhausted from work. It's rough. I wrote it specifically for you. I know. He wants me to re- narrate it, because he says, uh, when I read uh, horror stories, like I creep everyone out. <laughs> it's true because <laughs> one day we were sitting <laughs> yeah he wrote the story and I read it out loud um, in my parents house because we had all of my nieces and nephews the older ones don't worry guys they weren't little tiny kids <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> no my nieces and nephews are like out of high school already so the older ones I should say and those were the ones I was reading it to and so we were sitting in the table on the, around the table, and I was reading it, and everyone just staring at me like creeped out. <laughs> it was quite funny, and he even got creeped out with his own story because I was reading, it. so it was pretty cool. Anyway, on to the next book. Um, I also read Persepolis mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> by Marjane Satrapi. Um, it is actually, I guess, like a memoir and like graphic novel version. I don't know what you call those, but, um, it just, 
I guess it it it's an eye opener because you get to see and experience the struggles and what these people live through, um, or have lived through, and. It's just like living here in our own bubble in this in the in the US is like I don't know. I think we just take things for granted. We do. Um but yeah, this is uh it starts off the story starts off in the nineteen seventies, um with Marjane, um who's the author. She's an um Iranian girl. Who lives in Tehran, Iran, and Tehran? I don't really know how to say it, but I hope I'm saying it right, you guys. Um, I really don't want to butcher any of these names or stuff, but with my accent and then <laughs> trying to read something in. But you know, the funny thing is about. Arabic, mm-hmm. it sounds a lot like the Spanish words. So if you pronounced it like you would in Spanish, it probably sounds exactly the same. Oh. So it's probably well, Tehran. If, if I would pronounce it in Spanish, it's Tehran. Um, so either one of those or somewhere in between. Sound like that. Um, yeah, it's... I believe the story starts out when she's like six. Um, but it, it gives us the story, like she gives us like a little history of like what happened from 1970 when she was born um to like when she became six or whatever and it just shows her perspective as a child growing up in this environment in iran where um the shah regime is overthrown and then there's the Islamic Revolution and war with Iraq and all of these things and how they affected her life, the people she lost because of it, the relationships she formed and um, what she lost and gained because of all of this going on in her life. Um, and some of it was kind of rough because obviously it's real life and you see it going, happening to a child. Um, but it was, it was, I think it's a good story to read. It's something good that we should all try to read because it gives us an understanding of different peoples and what their struggles were. And, um. It takes us out of our little bubble, out of our little comfort zone when it's like, oh, this is how we live. So everyone should understand and, you know, do what we do because that's the right way. And it's not because different people need different things and we don't know what they're going through. So we shouldn't be judging. So that's, I don't know. Read it. Persepolis. By Marjane Shatrapi. And that's actually a book. I bought the two because it's two volumes. You can buy the one that has the two volumes together. Um, 
The first one is her life from six years old to 14. And then the other volume is um, after that time because she's forced to leave her home. So then the second volume, it's like pretty much her return home and what happened when she left home. I mean, a lot of people didn't survive that time, and she was pretty, pretty lucky, I would say, even though she struggled a lot because of what she had to live through. Um, but she was amongst the lucky ones, I guess. Uh, but it was a good story. Um, I, I don't know. I've been trying to read more diverse stuff nowadays because I want to know about all these different people and what they go through. Um, I've even been reading more stuff about, you know, people who've lived in Mexico, South America, um, and stuff like that, because that's part of my culture that I don't really know much about. Because once my, you know, my parents moved out here, or migrated, immigrated to the U.S., like, they lost part of their culture because they had to assimilate and stuff. And so I'm trying to reach back and try to piece the me together, I guess. The me. But yeah. Um, and that's what I think that's why I love Allende, Isabel Allende's books too. Because it gives me a piece of like, not necessarily like just me or Mexican culture because she's more from Chile. She's from South America. Um, but it's good to know about them too because they, they, you know, they also immigrate through Mexico to come to the U.S. and obviously the cultures intertwine at some point. Um, but yeah, diverse books. You should read them. And I actually got the, that um, Persepolis at an indie bookstore in Oxford, Oxford, Mississippi. Oxford. Yay. Home. Um, yeah, so <laughs> if you're in Oxford, visit the bookstore. Square Books. Square Books, yes. It's on the square mm-hmm. in Oxford. I love it. I always want to go visit <clears throat> the bookstore whenever we go because Kenny has family there. Well, not exactly Oxford, right? But actually, basically, basically, it's basically. like a few minutes away. Um, but yeah, I always want to go visit the bookstore. Like, yeah, my family's in in a village, like right outside of Oxford, and like, like if you go down the street from where my grandparents live, it's Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically, so it's Oxford. Okay. So yeah, so books, love them, read them, enjoy them. Everything them. What? what Ex- books? Except bad things. Don't bad thing the book. Yeah, no, please don't <laughs> hurt books. books. Books are life. Books are something that should be eternal. They shouldn't go anywhere ever. Like, even when the zombie apocalypse come, you know, we should be grabbing a bag of books to take with us <laughs> when we run. Right. Just grab our favorite books. And, well, not our favorite books because my favorite book would be it, and it's a little too big. It would oh, slow yeah. me down. Yeah, man. I got it on Audible, though. Hey, you might be actually able to grab it and fling it at something or someone. Aw, 
<laughs> it might save your life. Where's my book? I know. Uh, but yeah, books. So last time, last podcast, we were talking about books that we had read, I think recently, right? Recently, yes. And you asked me what books I had read. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about one yeah, until right one. now. Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> and you were talking about it. I was amped about that book. Yeah, he was. I loved that book. Because he also narrated didn't he? Yep. Yeah, see. It was an awesome book. This he, household is a Neil Gaiman and Stephen King and Joe Hill fan. Okay. And now Andy Weir. Oh, yeah. Andy Weir. I haven't read Artemis yet, but I'm getting to it. I got to get there first. But It Nick, was a present, you guys, and he still hasn't read it. You know what, though? Hmm. There's a lot of books. I already said. <laughs> I already said why I can't get to it. Right well, now. I had to guilt trip you since you guilt tripped me. There you go. But it's been five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually been more than five years. Ever since you told me you like to no. read, I told you of my name was my favorite <laughs> book, and you still haven't read it. I'm going to read it. What is your favorite book of all time? I know you don't have a definite answer, but I want to ask anyway. I want to see what you say. I'm in a conundrum. <laughs> okay, top three. Top three. <clears throat> um, Harry Potter series, of course. The entire series. Yes. Um, a Man Called Uva. What? One of the newer ones? Yes. Okay. Oh, and you guys, when I first read the book, the title, I thought it was A Man Called Ove. Me but too. I read the audiobook and I was like, oh, it's Uva, not Ov. Ha. <laughs> See, and she read that one and that was a gift yes. that I got her. And he got me the signed copy. It's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> um, and the other one, it's so tough. Uh... Oh, man. Because now she has to take away all those millions of books that she's read to pick yeah. one to put in her top three. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. It might be La Casa de los Espíritus by Isabel Allende, which is The House of the Spirits. And it was her first novel that she wrote. And it was awesome. Nice. Nice. So. Oh, sorry. And it also incorporates the supernatural with historical fiction, which is awesome to me. And yeah. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So since you couldn't pick a favorite, I'll never know which one is your favorite. So I'll never know which one to read. Because you've read my favorite. My fa- my new favorite was It. Mm-hmm. Of Mice and Men's my second favorite book. The House of the Spirits. Since you've read the first Harry Potter book. and So I can find it in English? Yeah, The House of the Spirits. Then I'll read it. But you have to read Of Mice and Men. Okay. 
If you didn't hear that, I'm scratching my my head because it's it's a conundrum here. But okay. Mice and Men is very short. <laughs> it's a very, very it's 112 pages. Okay. 112 pages. It'll literally take you what three hours, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Depending on how many times you have to take the dogs out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I'm a slow reader though. It's gonna take me a little longer. <sighs> Um, but yeah, Norse mythology. That's where I was before we ran off on a tangent here. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just rambled, guys. Hey. Our first, the first name of our podcast was going to be something about ramble, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it was. That's why the first episode was called Let's Ramble. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. We stay true. But hey, Norse you want to ramble with us? Send us a little message. And- Right. <laughs> it's always fun. We have fun. Yes. Um. So North mythology. Norse mythology. <clears throat> it's very good. If you are interested in any kind of mythology, like Norse mythology or Greek mythology or Egyptian mythology, any kind of ologies, Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman is probably the most entertaining book on a mythology that you'll ever read um i didn't i haven't read american gods which, oh my goodness which it's ties amazing. into a mythology also <laughs> but we're not talking about that one this week um, <laughs> <laughs> um but norse mythology like he he takes the stories and he he keeps to the true stories and that's what makes it so great is he keeps it to the true stories that are in the actual mythos and then he like makes them creative. So like, and then he's really good at narrating, as you know. And I listen to it. Mm-hmm. So he takes them, and it's like you almost feel like it's true. <laughs> you almost <laughs> feel like like it's not just mythology. Like it's this is real. This is something that happened. Yeah. Like you can just feel like I don't know. I don't know what it is, but the dude's good. He brings the characters to life. Maybe like you feel like they're actual real people. Yeah. Out there, like actual people, not not like gods or whatever, it's like people, like mm-hmm. people that are untouchable, but but people nonetheless. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. Even with all the crazy things that happen, like Sif getting her hair cut off <laughs> by Loki, like you feel like it's something that that's that's Loki for you. That's how you feel when you listen <laughs> to it. Well, you had me at mythology. I've been a mythology fan since I was a little one so that's why i still plan to read american gods i still plan to read it because you told me that it was tied into mythology and Mm -hmm. i'm like yep gonna read it gods behaving badly is good too that was suggested by jen wasn't it Mm -hmm. yeah my co-teacher well he used to be an english teacher who was pretty awesome Um, yeah. So, I have a life hack before we part today. What? A life hack? Yes, a life hack. (laughs) So, and it, it, it floored me because I've never thought to do this now. A lot of people out there may be doing this already. I don't know for sure. But have you ever went outside 
and stepped in some questionable substances outside, like we have dogs. So stepping in something that we don't really want to step in outside. And you know how you spray it off with the water hose, mm-hmm. but you still don't feel like your shoe is clean. Yeah. <laughs> you still feel like I need to wash this thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But you bring it back in the house anyway, because you can't leave your shoes outside. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. By itself. Mm-hmm. What you do is you take the shoe that you stepped in the unmentionables with. You tie it to the other shoe. Mm-hmm. You hang the clean shoe outside of the washing machine and you hang the other shoe in the washing machine, the dirty one. So then you let the water fill up and you wash the shoe. So this way, the shoe isn't actually tumbling around in the washing machine. So it's not getting destroyed in the washing machine. So then afterwards, you do the same thing with the dryer. You hang it outside the dryer, the clean shoe, and you put the dirty one inside and let it dry. And it doesn't tumble around. It just gets dry. So when you take it out, ta-da, regular shoe. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I've thrown away shoes because I couldn't get them clean. Interesting. When I could have just did that. Right. That's a life hack for you. I hope you uh, go out there and you use, well, all right. So I don't hope you ever have to use it. But (laughs) if it comes to that, there you go. Awesomeness. Awesome snows. Okay, you guys. I think that's it. So, yeah, that is it, actually. But I think Mm -hmm. we should let them know about our social medias because there will be news through the social medias before the podcast come out. Oh, yeah. So, on Twitter, we are at Bookish Impulses. Yes. That's our Twitter handle. Just Bookish Impulses. <laughs> I had to think about that, you guys. She's tired. I'm tired. Um, let's see. Litzy, which is my wife's most. Litzy is she's, amazing. She's just on it all the time. Um, oh, something, is, something, something, something I wanted to say about. <laughs> about um, my Litzy friend. Joe Stocksback, who uh, hosted that book exchange. If you haven't read You by Carolyn Kepnis, mm, Caroline Kepnis, something like that. He's probably um, right. You're always right. Um, you by her is good. It, it's like her. Joe stalks back. That's pretty much what the story's about. Because Joe stalks back. But it's creepier than that. Because you're in the mind of Joe. And it's like none of the characters are likable. Except for Joe. So (laughs) it makes you feel a certain kind of way. Like, really? I am siding with Joe right now. Why in the world am I doing that? And I think... A lot of people loved that weird factor to it, but then other people were like, I don't know, I don't like this book, and they just let it go. But you should read it. And I think either it became it became or is becoming a movie or something like that. But yeah. Joe Stock's back. You by 
Caroline or Caroline Kepnes. Ah, so your so your Litzy friend named herself after that character. That's yeah. her Twitter. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's Litzy that's her Litzy handle, Joe Stocksback. I was like, I was like, hold on, now you you had this book exchange with a fictional character. Now that's no, 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 <laughs> no. She's like a very, very big fan of of Joe. Right, I get it. So yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, Twitter, bookish impulses. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Litzy. Litzy, the book addict. That's me, you guys, and you are Kenneth Toes Junior. Mm-hmm. Toes is T O L E S. Yes. Um, and on Instagram. Instagram. <clears throat> I, it's kind of hard to say it, isn't it? I'm the book addict without the A. I'm the book addict. It's I am the book addict. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you? Kenneth tells you. (laughs) He has it easy, doesn't he? Uh, Same thing on Twitter. If uh, you can add bookish impulses, but you can also add. I'm the book addict. And Kenneth Toe's dream. <laughs> yes. Follow us everywhere, you guys. Send us a message. Hey. Say hey. hey. Just say hey. You don't have to say nothing else. Right. Yeah. Coming very soon. Um, Facebook. We will be there. Bookish Impulses. If anything, it'll, it'll probably just be something small, like... um. Where we just put up quick little reviews of stuff we read or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, just a drop down and something that says, we just dropped the podcast, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, or, you know, or even sometimes I might just make a quick little video and be like, yo, y'all could do this, this, and this, and this. And we'll say something on the next podcast, blah, blah, blah. And check yeah. out. <laughs> and you guys can comment there on whatever we post. And, right. you know, if... There's the conversation. Yeah, there's a conversation, and then we might actually mention you on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. And if you have your own things going on, you never know, man. You could get a shout out. Right. You send people your way, you send people our way, right? <laughs> but anyway, just say hi. We just want to say hi. Right. Yeah. Right. We want to connect. We don't want to just feel like you're a microphone. We want you to be people. <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> say Hey. You can even say, hey, you're dorky. I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're book nerds. Who knows, you know? Right. Meh. And if you don't, even if you don't agree with something we said about a book, you know, and you want to come on here and, and either say, well, you didn't like it because of, or you liked it because of, then by all means. Yeah. Because every book we talk about, we're not always going to like it. Exactly. You know, we read a lot. Um, well, my wife reads a lot. <laughs> I read when I can. And we don't always like what we read. Yeah. So if you disagree, that's fine. Let's have a conversation. And then we may be like, hmm, I didn't think about it like that. Maybe. Right. Maybe. <laughs> you know, but we want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep it respectful, please. You know, you yeah. won't get mentioned if you are just not being respectful. Yeah. So, But there's, there are, I've never seen a person in the literary world that it wasn't respectful. Like, true, I, true. I've never seen that personally. I'm sure there are people that are bad eggs everywhere, but our world probably has the fewest of all worlds. Right. And if you haven't joined Litzy, join Litzy. Join Litzy. I'm not on there very much, I admit. 
but it's a very, 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 very interactive mm-hmm. app. Like, you go on Facebook, you post something that's positive, and nobody's going to say anything to you. <laughs> but if you go on Litzy and you say something positive, 20, 30 people will say something to you. Right. <laughs> like, people mm-hmm. are people are interactive and positive on Litzy all the time. Like, it's like you actually become friends with the people you talk to on Litzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You get to join those book swaps and mm-hmm. those those uh, book clubs that they have and it's know, pretty cool. Secret Santas and all that. Mm-hmm. I did it once. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, I haven't really joined many of those swaps this year. And I mean, I miss it, but it's like I can't do it right now. So, so it's okay. But yeah, you guys, we had said we were done and we kept on talking. So now for sure, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We may have a YouTube channel next. Okay, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night. See you Um, later, guys. Keep calm and read on. Boop, 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 boop.